I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, hello, everybody, and you join us here at the end of 2021. And what a year! It's been, not just for watches, but for a lot of things. And to be honest, we want to reflect on the things that we enjoyed the most. So we're looking at our favourite watches of 2021. Uh, Tom, how's 2021 been for you so far? Meh. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. There's not much of it left. No. Let's talk about the watches instead. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to pitch to you, Tom, a few watches that I think are real contenders for the best watches of 2021. Go on. And I want to see what, what you've got. I've got a couple of my own. And being that I'm already talking, I'm going to start. So, them's the rules. Rolling start. Rolling start! Tudor Black Bay. Oh, yeah. I've got one of those. Chronograph. Chronograph. Yeah. You feeling me? Sure, yeah. I like it. You know, I'd quite fancy a chronograph. It's something else to fiddle with, isn't it? Get that going. (laughs) Yeah, oh, oh. You can unscrew the pushers and then you can press the pusher. That's double, isn't it? That is double, yeah. But you might be wondering why I'm interested in the Black Bay Chronograph. It's been around for a while. Looks mighty familiar. It certainly is, but this year... Is this another new hat situation? Let's see. Let's see. It's pretty close to new hat situation, but I think think, think I'm going to win you over. Okay. Tudor Black Bay Chrono. 41 millimetres. They've got that movement in there that they're sharing with Breitling. Um, as a little aside, we uh, we opened the case back on one of these. Do you remember? Of course not. And where the third where the third subdial was supposed to be, it was just a jewel with nothing in it, looking quite sad by itself. It sort of had me in mind of when you buy a car without any optional extras, and there's the plastic plate where the stereo should go. Yeah, and you've got the that row of buttons that all have a blanking plate fitted in them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, you, that's how the old Black Bay Chrono felt to me. It felt like a missed opportunity. Mm. because I'll let you into a little secret do you want to know the watch that I would own over any other watch if I could go on the Rolex Daytona really yeah 16520 yeah just a simple Daytona it's it's been ruined now I can't own that watch I can't afford it either what's ruined it for you it's everyone the fanboys yeah you, if if I'm talking to you and you own one, you've ruined it for me. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even want one, but I only got it because it's Rolex. <laughs> so I actually lost mine at the airport, which is, I'm really gutted about that. <laughs> but th- 
but so what they did is they they took that um black bay chrono that looked a bit like that daytona uh that i wish i owned but i'm glad i don't own but i wish i owned yeah and they put the black bezel on that harks back to way way back pre-16520 daytonas they gave it the inverted dial uh in in either way that you, you could choose panda or inverted panda I refuse to call it a panda dial. I don't know about you. I don't subscribe to all these nicknames. They're annoying. Um, it makes it easier than M79360N-0002. Oh, the panda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll stick with inverted. <laughs> panda. I don't know. Panda is like a little stuffed toy that kids have. Yeah. This is... I'm going to spend a lot of money on this. <laughs> I don't like things that I spend a lot of money on having childish nicknames. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but we'll have to do a we'll have to do a video on nicknames at some point, and I can tell you about how much I don't like them all. Okay, I think this is coming from a personal place. <laughs> um, so, so they have tidied all of that up. They've made it a bit thinner. They've put some more red accents on it, and now just visually, oh, oh, it pops. It absolutely pops, and I really want one. And it would sit so nicely next to my Black Bay 58. And I can't have one. Why not? You can't get them. Like the Daytona, they're all sold out. Yeah. So actually, scratch that off the list. That's going to the bottom. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> but this is all just... We're all just admiring from afar, aren't we? We're um, pigeons on the phone lines looking at the shiny objects below. <laughs> but this is a £3,600 watch. This is this is a, a realistic proposition. Yeah. If there were any for sale. Yeah, but that's because all the unrealistic propositions are so unrealistic that we have to go to the <laughs> realistic ones and make them unrealistic. Do I make myself clear? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So this is like when uh, all of the food court of Harrods has been sold out. <laughs> and so now they're coming to my Tesco and they've bought everything from Tesco as well. Yeah. And I've got nothing. No. No little egg mayo for poor little Andrew this year <laughs> uh so that's my very disappointing first pick yeah cool looking watch though so oh yeah absolutely we could always look at the pictures <laughs> uh tom what have you got so i'm coming at you with a g-shock marble limited edition the mtg-b2000xmg-1aer Feeling me? Oh, the the one AER. I'm not familiar with this. Tell me more. This is a multicolor mystic mountain monstrosity. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm. What I'm picturing already is absolutely 100% Tom. Does it have any blue in it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some blue in there, along with the pink and the orange and the yellow and the purple and the gold and all sorts. It's, this is a wizard's watch. If he fell into one of his potions and then came out loving life. <laughs> I, I'm looking at this watch, Tom, and this this is very much you. Um, I do note that this is a thousand pound G Shock. Yeah, that's very un me, isn't it? That price tag, three hundred pounds. That's my limit, three hundred. <laughs> it does look like a three hundred pound watch. Um, tell me, why is this a thousand pound multicolored Rainbow Mountain in Peru G Shock? Well, I'll tell you. This is what happens when metal meets carbon meets resin. Yeah, did you hear me? Metal. Metal? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to... I don't need any more detail. You've got me at metal. Undisclosed. <laughs> Excuse me, there's, uh, is there metal in this? Yes, 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 there's metal in that, sir. 
Oh, good. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to ask for metal. I'm more interested in the carbon-reinforced resin yeah. forged from laminated sheets of carbon and glass fibre. Is that the colourful bit? Well, it's blagging all this kind of toughness that the G-Shock is known for. So, yeah, there's this kind of layering and patterning going on in these materials, and it's styled on those uh, Peruvian rainbow mountains. Have you seen those? Well... Now you're saying this, and I'm looking at the watch, if those mountains look anything like this watch, I would very much like to see those mountains. Those mountains are, like, unbelievable. They look obscene. I really want to get this watch on my wrist and get down to those mountains and have a hell of a time, because it looks amazing. The watch looks amazing, those mountains look amazing. It's the perfect pairing. Um, just looking at this, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sure the first time I will see these rainbow mountains will be when I review this video back and you've added some visuals. But I'm looking forward to seeing what G-Shock describes as the oxidization of minerals deposited by volcanic activity and tectonic shifts in all its stunning earthy artistry. It, it definitely does feel like an artistic endeavour, doesn't it? It, um, it doesn't feel like they've just slapped together some tough materials in carbon black and go and put that on and jump in the mud. It's um, it's crazy. I love it. I think I think it's it's a rapper's watch, isn't it? When it comes to making a watch, you can't fail to replicate nature. You really can't. Yeah. So £999 for the non-disclosed metal G-Shock. I look forward to to experiencing that while I eat my non-disclosed McDonald's meat burger. Yeah, exactly, yeah. A blazing mountain-inspired rainbow G-Shock on your wrist while you're in boring flat England eating your nondescript meat patty. This is what it's all about. <laughs> well, shut up a minute, because I'm going to pick the next watch that I think really, for me... I'm going to say it. I think this is the biggest surprise of 2021 and I think the best watch for the industry for 2021. That's a big thing to say. And I'll start with the price. 500 quid. Half of your, half of your G-Shock. 500 pounds. Having said that, it's also sold out. Oh. I think there's more coming. And I, I certainly hope there are because I, I feel like I missed out on this one. It is the Baltic MR01. The Micro Rotor Zero One. Did you see it? I have not seen this particular watch, no, but I am a big fan of Baltic. Um, we've featured some of their GMTs previously, and um, yeah, they've got a they've got a really nice way about them. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that Aquascaf GMT in in that mint green. Yeah, it's really nice vintage vibes. The sector dials they did, the chronographs, all really nice, and they did that limited run uh, salmon dial chronograph as well, which absolutely uh, knocked it out of the park. Everyone wet their pants for it, sold out in a minute. Sure. This this is the best yet. This is eccentric subseconds. This is breguet numerals. This is salmon textured dial. And this is a micro rotor movement. Yeah. It looks absolutely stunning. It's a 36 millimeter case, so it's quite small, but it's a very dressy watch. Like if, if you showed me this and you said, oh, this is Patek Philippe's latest, I would believe you. I really would. Of course, the quality isn't going to stand up to protect Philippe, but the quality is good enough that for £500, you're going to be a happy chappy. You really are. And what I really love about this watch is it's so unpretentious. It's affordable. It looks great. The, the, the thought and effort has been put into the experience of it. It has a, a Chinese micro rotor movement. It's um, designed in, in, in France. It's, it comes from all over the place. It doesn't hang on to these like, oh, it all has to be Swiss and it all has to be expensive. 
it's just what people want for the price they want to pay. Yeah, I think especially micro brands and the younger brands, they sort of try and tout themselves as we're finding a gap in the market and things like that. And that doesn't really come through in their watches. But I think with Baltic, they, they definitely do seem to be carving out a little niche for themselves. Yeah. And it's really evident in the fact that the design of the thing from just the, the, the thickness of the bezel and the shape of the lugs and the design of the crown and that uh, eccentric sub-seconds, it just all comes together to be a really well thought through watch. Because I've often found cheaper watches, they look great, but they but they can be a bit awkwardly proportioned. Nanjing do this sometimes and you think, oh, they almost got it. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't see anything with this watch that I dislike. Yeah, good. We, sh- we shall watch their career with great interest. Indeed. Uh, on to a slightly different size company now for your next watch. I'm talking about the Seiko Prospects 1968 Divers Modern Reinterpretation Save the Ocean Limited Edition. Did you get that? Sorry. Um, something, something Seiko, something, something Ocean? <laughs> yeah. We sh- what's the nick? We should nickname it. No. Um, stop it with the nicknames. Nickname it the Polar Bear. <laughs> So this is a uh, reissue, a restyling of a uh, famous Seiko watch from back in the 60s, uh, where it was issued to um, a Japanese Antarctic research expedition. Mm. And they loved it. Apparently they loved it. <laughs> so they and they, they've just been, you know, they all those watches have since worn out and they've been just been waiting, you know, on Seiko to uh, to do another run of them. And uh, that's what we've got here. <laughs> So this is to save the ocean. Yeah, so um, so I think uh, save the ocean is actually a, a foundation um, and proceeds from purchases of this watch will go uh, will go uh, straight back into the ocean, <laughs> which may cause further problems. But anyway, let's uh, let's talk about this watch. It's it's got a nice textural dial um, of a kind of chilly icy blue color. Yep. It's got a case of uh, Seiko's own ever brilliant steel, which is their own proprietary version of stainless steel, which is more corrosion resistant. Oh, right. So it's probably like a, a bit like Rolex's 904L, corrosion resistant, brighter. It's probably the same stuff, isn't it? They probably get it from the same supermarket. No one knows what they put into that ever brilliant steel. <laughs> Once again, with Seiko, as a, as a variant of Grand Seiko, really nice dial. Because I think they've done a standard version of this, just a, a black and gold um, iteration. But this Save the Ocean seems to have that real icy blue, reminiscent of the, the flowing ice sheets of the Antarctica and all of that, which really, really nice. And complemented by little blue accents in the bezel, I see. Yeah, yeah, that's great, isn't it? Like little blue loom tint. Yeah, it's funny because it's... You know, I've got a Seiko diver. It's not too dissimilar. But you see this one and you go, oh, yeah, go on then. Let's have another one. Your your Seiko diver, yeah, you do like a Seiko diver. I Seiko, good divers, world renowned. Um, how much was yours? Do you remember? Three hundred and something. Yeah, three hundred pounds RRP. Yeah. H- how much is this one? This one is now that's a bit over my three hundred pound limit. I think it's around <laughs> five thousand, five thousand five hundred. It's also um, limited edition. Um, I think there's just thirteen hundred pieces. Um, in addition to the blue, there's a um, gold and black, which is um, more in keeping with that original 68 version. There's only 600 of those as well. So um, I do have to admire the audacity of Seiko um, benefiting from the Grand Seiko brand and charging such extraordinary prices. Uh, 
I mean, why? How can Seiko do this to us? Uh, the last bastion <laughs> of affordable watchmaking artistry is uh, starting to creep up. It, it does raise some interesting questions with regards to how they're pitching this brand against the Grand Seiko brand. They can't both be five thousand pounds, unless Grand Seiko is now ten thousand pounds and Seiko's five thousand pounds. That's a lot of. It's funny, isn't it? Because Grand Seiko's still got a Seiko hangover, isn't it? People are still like, you can't charge that much for a Seiko. But now Seiko's saying, oh, yes, we can. (laughs) Indeed. And um, I've got a bone to pick with you about this one. Go on. Available in January 2022. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's the other thing. When you said our watches of 2021, I thought you meant like Mindshare, because I've been thinking about this since it was announced this year, so that still counts. Hmm. So that's two of of our top watches of 2021 scrapped then. Uh, I'm going to move on to I'm going to move on to my last one. I I did I did struggle over this. I did struggle over this. There are quite a few pieces that would probably make an honourable mentions list, but really, I had to go back to the the Gerald Genta release of the year um, from the brand that has carried on after the demise of the late great Gerald Genta, the Mickey Mouse watch. Now, it's not a watch that I would purchase and wear and own. But what I really like about it is that it, it recalls the legacy of a man who was an utter troll when it came to watchmaking. This is the guy who would do anything and everything to do the opposite of what people wanted, and that's really what made him stand out. His ability to do the opposite of what was popular generated the chaos that we see now with the Royal Oak and the Nautilus and all the other watches that look vaguely similar. Well, he hastily doodled some octagonal watch one night and and now we're still recovering from the effects of it. He really he really did like what what a what an impact to have to have the CEO of Odemar Piguet go, "Oh, I forgot to do my homework and we've got a show tomorrow and I need to show the teacher something." And so Gerald Genta went, "Scratch scratch 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 scratch. There you go. Have that." And it became the one of the the greatest icons in watchmaking there's ever been. Yeah. And to follow up with that, it's almost like Genta thought, oh, what have I done? I'm going to create a watch that is the complete antithesis to watchmaking. I'm going to put a picture of Mickey Mouse and his hands are going to point to the time. And <laughs> this this watch, the original version of this watch, was not, was not accepted. People did not want to acknowledge that this was proper watchmaking. This really upset some people. So to see it again now and to see the respect that it gets now, um, I don't know. It makes my little heart go squelch. No, I still, still, I still don't respect it. <laughs> well, I think no. Mickey Mouse is a cretin and I think this watch is a disgrace. Oh, look at it. Look at it. He's having a great time. Pointing. Oh, yeah. po- Who points minutes. at 50 and laughs? I mean... <laughs> but we've also got some nice uh, elements in here that really reflect what Gerald Genta was all about. You know, you've got the, the jumping hours, you've got the retrograde minutes. So it's actually quite an interesting and, and complex watch to boot. So Yeah, the, the retrograde thing's quite weird, isn't it? <laughs> Do you get to see his hand whip round really quickly? Yeah, snap back. Nice. It's just a watch, I think, should exist and continue to exist. And I'm sure the great irony of it will be that it will sell out immediately and it will sit in safes and be worth loads and loads of money and no one will ever get to see one, which is kind of sad. 
But for the rest of us plebs, at least we get to, like you said earlier, look at the pictures and enjoy it that way. My one caveat on this watch, you turn it over. Copyright Disney. Let's hope they don't ruin this as well. Well, that's to be expected, isn't it? You know, they're, um, they're, they're pretty generous. They let all those um, traveling funfairs spray paint all their characters on the side of their rides. So I don't know why they wouldn't <laughs> let General Gentle use that. <laughs> Um, I think they have the same uh, freedoms as the ice cream truck manufacturers, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Very generous with their IP. So good on you, Disney. Indeed. And those are our top five watches of this year and sort of maybe a little bit 2022. Um, (laughs) Dear viewers and listeners, we would love to know what your favourite watches have been over this year and and why. Perhaps there might be some obvious choices in there, or perhaps there might be some left-field ones. And uh, and while you're down there as well, tell us what you think of our choices. Do you think we are enlightened watch genii, or do you think we're idiots? I'll leave that to you to decide. I'm sure it won't be any particular surprise. Um, but before we go, we have both got an, an additional watch to choose from. And you might be thinking, oh, best of the rest. No, worst. The absolute worst. The watch that left us apoplectic with rage. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go first, Tom. Okay, let me let me lay this down for you. Patek Philippe, lovely. Nautilus, yeah, yeah. Those are good things. Tiffany, who? T- T- Tiffany and Co. The jeweler. Oh yeah. Um, back in the day. What? What have they got to do with it? Well, Tiffany. Tiffany are a very big jeweler, very big brand, in, um, particularly in America. And like a lot of jewellers, like Cartier and places like that, watchmakers actually... <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I forgot you could see me. <laughs> um, these these jewellers were very big brands. And so watchmakers, to sell their watches, would have to sell their watches under the brands of the jewellers. Rolex did it, Audemars Piguet did it, and Patek Philippe did it as well. So the yeah. Tiffany-branded Patek Philippe has become a very prestigious thing, and it's a relationship they've had for a very long time. And we are at the 170th anniversary of Tiffany and Patek Philippe. Oh. Since since 1851, they've been doing this stuff. And great, excellent. I would expect that partnership to be celebrated with something a bit more classic the kinds of watches that really had the Tiffany dials on. But no, they chose a Nautilus. Okay, fine. But then they chose Tiffany Blue on the dial. Uh, mm, not so sure. But then... Yeah. But then, and this is the bit that makes me want to poo my pants in rage. <laughs> I'm so angry I could poo. <laughs> you turn the watch over. You see that very lovely caliber 26... 330SC, except you don't, because it's obscured by the fact that they've printed on the inside of the crystal, like a fashion watch brand. I'm not even done. Okay, it was for charity, but the first one in auction sold for $6.5 million. (laughs) Ah. I genuinely don't really know what to say about this watch, except for the fact that um, it's made me quite annoyed, and it represents quite a lot of things that I don't particularly like about what's happening to watches at the moment. It's the complete antithesis of that lovely Baltic. It really is. I just don't have anything to say about it. It's just... 
it's nautilus shaped and it's got a blue dial and some doris's name on it it's just <laughs> so what <laughs> and it's for some reason the best thing since sliced bread and i don't know why um could, could you think you can do you, do you think you can best that for rage inducing watches <laughs> Uh, no, I mean this. Well, with my one, there's still a lot of money on the table, but that's mainly going to angry investors. <laughs> okay, so let me explain. Um, so, are you aware of a video game developer called CD Projekt Red? Uh, creators of the beloved series The Witcher. Yeah, that's right. Starring Henry Cavill. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, they had a. Um, very very much hyped video game release uh just over a year ago now um and everyone was very very excited it promised a lot of groundbreaking things in the world of interactive entertainment and um it failed quite drastically on those fronts um wasn't even able to do things that games like grand theft auto 3 from 20 years ago could do (laughs) at the time or even games like lego city undercover which is aimed at you know six-year-olds um So, yeah, it it massively flopped. A lot of people were angry. And a year later, uh, it's pretty much the same in the same state. Um, The video game industry is uh, in a place where games can release in quite a sloppy state, um, much to everyone's distress. But then developers kind of strive to patch out any bugs and improve games over time. So the game that releases um, on launch day is not always the one that you get a year later. Some cases of that. Um, sorry, this is getting a bit video game heavy, but um, No Man's Sky um, launched to much hype and flopped. But then, you know, the lo- next three years they spent improving the game and, and got everyone back on side. And that's what people are hoping CD Projekt Red will do with this game. They'll um, continue to develop it and, and patch it and, and make it the thing that they promised. Um, they haven't really done that. Instead, they've released a watch. <laughs> well, problem solved. So instead of this amazing groundbreaking um, next generation experience of a uh, video game, uh, we've got a T2077 digital watch. Um, <laughs> now it's... Uh, it. it it's very futuristic looking in aesthetic, I suppose. It looks... It's, yeah, it um, seems all right. Um, yeah, it wouldn't be out of place on uh, Ellen Ripley's wrist um, or someone like that. Uh, it's made of pure grade two titanium, which that sounds good. That's all right. Um, don't they usually use grade five? Uh, which one's the good one? One or five? I think five. It, I think grade one is... Is it the, the smaller the smaller number's the better one for titanium, isn't it? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think grade one is like the one they'll only feed to animals. All right, well, they've shortchanged us on titanium as well. God damn it. Um, <laughs> it's a... Uh, yeah, it's a quartz digital watch with a with a little window displaying, uh, yeah, your, your digital LED time. And uh, that's about it. And it's £312, which is £12 more than a PlayStation 5. (laughs) Which... (laughs) Yeah, so... um, But two years warranty, which is good. So by the time they finish the game, um, you'll you'll still be in warranty. Does Keanu Reeves have one? (laughs) Oh, Keanu Reeves, bless him. I'm I'm sure if you asked him, he would say yes, he does, and he loves it very much, but I don't think he does, no. (laughs) I feel like there's a lot of displaced rage against this watch 
Um, and I do understand. I was very much looking forward to that game as well. And it really, for me, highlighted the importance in not pre-ordering a game, which is why I've naturally pre-ordered Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Um, we all like to rage about stuff. And um, yeah, I don't know if they're using this as a sort of a shield or a peace offering or what. But um, yeah, it's very strange. I think, you know, if it had, if things had been different, if they'd have released the game that we had all been looking forward to. And um, I think these would have been snapped up. Um, maybe they already have been, actually, because, you know, hate is going to hate, but love is going to love. So maybe there's some people that are loving the game and loving this watch so there you go well yes indeed uh, and there you go two very personal takes on uh, two very different industries and how they both have managed to find themselves on the wrists of their owners so um yeah likewise viewers listeners tell us about the watches that you think really stunk this year that you would barely be able to write about for the rage that you experience when you think about them and um, post them down in the comments below. Think of it as uh, cleansing, ready for a fresh mind and a fresh new year in 2022, when Tom's watch of 2021 finally comes out. <laughs> See you next year, everyone. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.